Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Monday, it's October 7th, 2019, and we're going to talk about the four-game baseball slate and the Monday Night Football game here on today's podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you head on over to our sponsor, FantasyDraft.com, rake-free daily fantasy. If you haven't checked them out, make sure you sign up to the Roto-Grinders links so we get three months of Roto-Grinders premium for Fantasy Draft. Plus, you're getting any cool promos that we run with them. They got a ton of stuff going on, NHL. They got a couple MLB contests up uh, for the early slate here for today because, uh, you know, we get started here today at 1 o'clock. So if you haven't checked them out, make sure you give them a look. Uh, we'll talk more about their NFL contests once they get posted later in the week. And um, I'm sure that we'll see, you know, a pretty big tournament once again over there on fantasy draft this weekend um was really really close to filling the 500k uh rake free tournament this past weekend um all right let's get started on this baseball slate um it is an interesting slate because we do have some teams that can um wrap it up here so we have teams in must-win situations with all which always adds you know another another element to you know, just playing DFS um, fantasy for playoffs. Um, it's been a really good playoff season so far for me. Hoping I can keep it rolling here. Um, you know, the Astros can, you know, lock it up with the Rays. If they win this game, they're up in the series 2 nothing. It's Zach Greinke against Charlie Morton. Eight total here. Greinke is the favorite in this one. Uh, minus 150 going into Tampa. Obviously getting a ballpark upgrade here. Um, you know, we, we saw that we saw Verlander and Cole just absolutely come out and dominate um, in the first two games of this series. I don't think we see as as dominating performance here from Granke, um, but I do think he's very much in play up against this Rays offense. You know, if we look back to how he finished the season against Seattle, he really went out and dominated that game um, going into this playoff run. So, um, you know, he's a guy that doesn't typically have a ton of strikeout upside. But there is a lot of strikeouts toward the middle of this lineup. Um, Brandon Lowe or Lau, um, Garcia, Darno in a righty-righty matchup. Um, you know, there, there are some guys here. Um, six guys in the bottom of this order all have strikeout rates over 21% against right-handed pitching this season. So, I don't hate Granky. I do think he's a guy you can look at. Um, you know, I think that bats are going to be a little bit more important on this one. Um, but he's a nice pivot off of maybe like a Scherzer because I do think Scherzer will be pretty popular here. Uh, the other side here, Charlie Morton. I actually think Morton's interesting for tournaments. If he's pitching well here, they might let him throw 115 pitches in this game. He's 8,400 on DraftKings. Um he hasn't pitched great against this team this season. But, again, like, like I said, if he's pitching good here, I think that, you know, he's going to go. 
as deep as he'll pitch well. So if he's not pitching well, he could get an early hook. Um, so that's obviously concerning, you know, with this team in a must win situation, if he's not pitching well, we might see him out of the game early here. So obviously a lot of risk reward with Charlie Morton. Um, but I do think he has some really solid upside here at 8,400 and at potential low ownership. Doesn't mean that I'm fading the bats in this game. Um, looking at the Astros side of things, Charlie Morton, when he has struggled, it's been against power lefties. Jordan Alvarez is that power lefty that we're looking for um, in this Houston lineup. So he's very much in play here. Um, I don't hate Brantley. Um, Altuve has been crushing the playoffs throughout his career. He's always interesting. Um, and then Bregman, always some upside with Bregman. If, 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 if the Astros um, do end up rolling out rookie Kyle Tucker, he's interesting um, because he does have power. He's a guy that, you know, had four home runs in the 22 games that he was called up for, showed a lot of power at AAA this season. So if he cracks the lineup, he's another interesting, like, tournament play. And then on the Tampa side of things, um, you know, Granke, higher strikeout rate to righties, gives up a lot of hard contact to both sides, um, should benefit from this ballpark against righties. More of a fly ball guy, always like Tommy Pham against fly ball pitchers. Pham is a massive ground ball hitter. Um, so Meadows, Pham, um, I don't hate Choi. But honestly, Tampa is one of my least favorite teams on this slate. I think we have a lot of bats on the slate. They're in a must-win. They could play situation here and, like, pinch hit for guys and platoons. Um, if this game gets late, they could pinch run. So, like, you have to consider all that, too. So, again, uh, I think this spot is interesting for Fam and Meadows, but I don't know if I'd go crazy here um, with the Tampa Rays. Atlanta at St. Louis, Dallas Keuchel against Dakota Hudson. No toll in this one, but this is the game that I really like bats in. Um, you know, as far as Dallas Keuchel goes here, starting for Atlanta. St. Louis is full of right-handed bats. Um, Edmund, Goldie, Ozuna, Molina, DeJong, um, Fowler, Edmund, or I think I mentioned Edmund. So enough righties here that it's just there's no upside here for Keuchel. 16% K rate against righties on the season. We know he's just a ground ball guy that's not really going to get blown up, but, you know, not is, is not just going to go out here and dominate this game. So um, if for some reason they end up starting Julio Tehran, um, they had talked about doing that. If Tehran starts, it's a little bit more interesting here um, as a spot. I still think the, the – St. Louis bats are interesting. I don't really love um, – I just don't really love the the pitchers in this one. I think that Tehran would have some upside in this game, but probably going to stay away from the pitchers here. And then on the Atlanta side of things, or Dakota Hudson, um, I, I really don't like Hudson here. He's really struggled with right or lefties this season. They're going to be able to throw a bunch of lefties at him here. Albies, Freeman, Marcakis, Joyce, McCann. Um, and then, like, the righties that he's going to have to face, Acuna and Donaldson, Swanson, coming off of a big, big-time hit in game three. So Atlanta can win the series here. 
um, on the road in St. Louis. Um, I just don't like this spot for Hudson. Low strikeout guy and uh, just don't see a ton of upside. I actually love Atlanta. They're one of my favorite stacks, if not my favorite stack on this slate. Um, free money Freddie. Love this spot for him. Love Albies. Um, like looking cheap with Joyce. Um, he's like 3,200. If he cracks the lineup, he's cheap. Um, I think Marcakis is cheap as well. So getting some cheap bats here on the Atlanta side of things to, you know, potentially fit in what you want to do with pitching. Um, but yeah, Freeman's probably my favorite hitter on the entire slate. Like he's the guy that I want to have in my lineups here. Dakota Hudson, like I said, really high walk rate to lefties, struggles with lefties just in general. So love the Braves. Um, going to be loading up. I think the Braves put it on the Cardinals here early. And um, we're going to have to see that Cardinals bullpen. And then on the St. Louis side of things, if Keiko ends up pitching, I love um, Goldie and Ozuna here. Obviously, I just got done talking about Freeman on the other side. Um, if you're playing on, like, a fantasy draft, you can play both of them. If you're playing on FanDuel, you can play both of them. You can't play both of them on DK. I like Freeman more than I like Goldie, but I do think Goldie is very interesting as a pivot. Um, I love Ozuna, regardless if it's Tehran or Keiko. I think Ozuna is very much in play. He's just nobody can really get him out right now. And a guy that's hot in the playoffs um, is always very interesting to me. I think he has multi-hits in each of the first three games. so. Really like Ozuna here. Um, don't mind Edmund. Don't mind Fowler. Uh, don't mind Molina on sites that you have to play catchers, but I prefer McCann. Um, he's much cheaper too. I, I forgot to mention that McCann's like really, really cheap on DraftKings. So um, plenty of different ways to go here, but I like both the sides, both bats, both both teams in this game. This is going to be the game that I load up on, on this slate. Dodgers and Nationals. Dodgers coming off of a big um, – Big game three. You got Rich Hill against Max Scherzer. Um, and I honestly, I think that, like, Rich Hill, I think we'll see, potentially see Kershaw um, if Rich Hill gets in trouble a little bit here. Um, so I don't really know what to expect Rich Hill's pitch count to be. So maybe we see Hill for four or five innings and then Kershaw comes in. Um you know, I think we're I, I honestly if this game goes if this goes to a game five, I think we're gonna see Walker Bueller in game five. Um, you know, he's just been so dominant at home. I think that we'll see Walker Bueller in game five. Uh so I think that Kershaw being on the table here is is certainly something you have to think about. And then Max Scherzer, hate the I oh, just just so you know, I don't really like Rich Hill here. Um lefties have not pitched well against Washington all season. They have high walk rates. They have low strikeout rates. Um, I would much rather play like a Granky or um, Morton or Severino or even Scherzer on the other side of this game. So, hate the coaching decision the other night to throw Scherzer. I went on a Twitter rant about this. Um, I don't. I don't like it. I, I really don't. Um, from somebody that pitched for a very long time, it just a normal bullpen session on a day off is so much different than ramping up and going throwing an inning um scherzer is scherzer these guys are pros um it is what it is but i, I think scherzer obviously has the highest upside on the slate facing a tough dodgers lineup but scherzer is a guy that can go out and get you know 12 to 15 strikeouts in the game so like his ceiling is so much higher than everybody else on the slate 
So I, I, I obviously really like Scherzer here. Um, I'll probably end up playing like two or three lineups. That's what I've been doing for the playoffs. It's been working pretty well. So I'll probably have um, maybe like Scherzer on two and then a Dodgers stack on one because I kind of want to live the hedge life in, in the playoffs here a little bit. So uh, that's kind of how I'm going to approach it. I don't think that the two teams that I'll have Scherzer, I probably won't play the Dodgers bats and I'll just leave them for one stack here. So um, yeah, if I'm stacking the Dodgers, you know who it is. It's Muncie, it's Peterson, it's Bellinger, uh, Seager, the power guys. We know Scherzer gives up some home runs, so um, I would target the power lefties here. And as far as Washington goes, it, if it's going to be Kershaw that comes in and, and kind of long reliefs in this game, still another lefty. So Anthony Rendon is very much in play, whether it be Hill or um, Kershaw, whoever he's facing here. I think that you really have to have interest in, in Rendon here. Um and he's not like he's not cheap, so I think a lot of people might overlook him. I think a lot of people are going to play, you know, Bregman at close to the same price tag, Donaldson cheaper, Gary L cheaper. So I definitely like Anthony Rendon here. Um, I don't hate Howie Kendrick as a tournament play. I don't hate Trey Turner as a tournament play. Um, probably going to stay away from Juan Soto, lefty lefty in both matchups or both pitchers potentially here. So. You know, it's the playoffs. You don't want to look into matchups too much because you can see a ton of bullpen arms and things change so fast that it's not your typical, you know, Monday night baseball game. So uh, Yankees and Twins, the the late game here to finish out this four-game slate. Uh, Severino against Oda Rizzi, nine total. Severino's a 142 favorite. Um, he's another guy that I, I, I like. Um, I do – I do worry about, you know, how deep he'll pitch here. Um, I think he sees probably 80 to 90 pitchers here. They are in a position that, like, if he starts getting beat up a little bit, they don't need to let him keep going. Um, so I don't mind him for tournaments. Uh, I like the Twins' bats, too, um, you know, going into Minnesota here, so – Jake Odorizzi on the other side of this game, you know, when we look at Odorizzi this season, massive fly ball guy, massive hard contact. So, you know, this is a spot the Yankees could strike out seven to ten times against Odorizzi, but also hit two to four home runs against him as well. So, um, don't really want to play Odorizzi in this spot. Like, Scherzer, Granke, Morton, Severino – Probably the four pitchers that I'll use on this slate. Um, chalky, but it it really doesn't matter. Like, playoff baseball is so much different. Like, you don't have to worry about chalk and all that stuff. It's it's a four-game slate. You know, you're going to be different um, with your bats usually. So, um, as far as the Yankees bats, it's the power guys. Um, I, honestly, I like LeMahieu a lot. I know he's not like the power guy, um, but, you know, he's a guy that has just been so consistent throughout the season this year and last year. He's expensive, which I hope keep people off of him. So, I like LeMahieu. Um, judges strike out or hard contact in this spot. Um, same kind of goes for Stanton. Brett Gardner, if he continues to hit towards the top of the lineup, I, I think he's very interesting here. Um, 
because I'm pretty sure like he's only like 4,100. Uh, Torres, Didi, Sanchez, all those guys very much in play. All the power guys, which is pretty much the whole Yankees lineup. And then on the Twins side of things here against Severino, um, he gives up a lot of fly balls to lefties, but generates a ton of soft contact to both sides of the plate. So it's really hard to love any of these guys just because of how good Severino is generating soft contact. But there was two guys that stood out to me in research here. Uh, Max Kepler and Polanco both hit sliders very well. So with Severino's pitch being his slider, I think both of those guys are very much in play. Um, you know, I don't know what type of ownership we'll see on Polanco here. I think a lot of people will be playing Didi, especially after his big game the other night. And, um, you know, Kepler Kepler's pretty cheap here. So, you know, Kepler has a 47% hard hit rate with a 280 ISO against sliders since the start of 2016. So I think that Kepler is probably one of the best batted ball profile guys on the slate because he's good at hitting fastballs, which, you know, when Severino's not throwing his slider, he's throwing his fastball. So just in general here, this is a really good matchup um, for Kepler. So um, hopefully we'll see him have a good game here. Um, I guess I'll play the morning grind game and then we'll talk Monday Night Football because we have pricing now. I'm just going to kind of recap what we talked about the other day. Um, let's see here. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Um, I really don't like any of these guys to get six or more strikeouts. If I had to pick one, it would probably be Oda Rizzi just because I don't really like Hudson, like I said. and um, Yeah. Uh, over 8K to score under 15. Who's the bust? I would probably take Rich Hill as the bust here. I know he's like the cheapest of the bunch, but I just think this is a bad matchup for him. Um, and he's been much better at home this season for the small sample that we have. Um, over 4K to hit a home run. I'm going to take Freeman. I already said that I feel like he's um, one of the top. He's my favorite hitter on this slate, so I'm going to take him. Um, two hits under 4K. trying to i know i had somebody i'll go with mark mark Akis. um I, I can't remember the last time he had a double hit or a multi-game so i'll take mark Akis, um against hudson pretty much the braves again um stack to score six or more braves love the braves like they're gonna be my make or break team on this slate love the braves here um, let me load up pricing for Monday Night Football, and we'll um, kind of just go recap Monday Night Football again. I know we talked a little bit about it on Friday, but um, solo podcast, four-game baseball slate. We could talk a little Monday Night Football. So um, just loading up pricing here really quick. Um, looking at the Cleveland side first. Obviously, like Beckham – Chubb, the two highest priced guys. Um, you know, I, I think that this is a really tough matchup. Like, we're gonna really see in this game, and I know prime 10 games have not been great in general this season, but I think we're really gonna see how how good or how bad Cleveland in the, is in this game because their offensive line's really banged up, facing a very good um defense, like second overall defense in DVOA to start the season. So 
very good against the pass. I think this is – honestly, I think it's a really tough matchup for a lot of these guys, and I think we can gain a little bit of an edge potentially fading Beckham and Chubb. Um, I don't know if I'll end up fading them both completely. I would likely probably fade Beckham before I would fade Chubb. But I think that's where we're going to kind of get an edge. Um, I won't have a ton of Mayfield here. I'll have a little bit. Um, I was kind of hoping Jarvis Landry was going to be a little bit cheaper. Callaway, I was hoping that he would be um, a little bit cheaper. But we're we're hearing that Jarvis Landry and Higgins are both going to play. So I don't really want to go out of my way um, to play him in this spot. The cheap guy from Cleveland that I like is Ricky Seals Jones. Um, not getting a ton of targets, but he's getting primary like premium targets here recently. So I don't hate Ricky Seals Jones. Um, nothing else really standing out to me. Um, and then on the San Francisco side of things, I really like the San Francisco defense here. Um, I'm gonna have plenty of exposure to them. I think they're gonna sack Baker a bunch in this game. Um, so, uh, you know, like the guy that I'm kind of leaning towards for captain, if I don't go like Captain Chubb, I'll probably go Captain Kittle. Um, so I, I like Kittle a lot here. I, I feel like we're, we're so biased because of fantasy points um, for the season. But you got to remember, he doesn't have a touchdown yet this season. You know, the dude has 21 targets. They're coming off of a bye week. So I like this spot for him. Um, I like this spot for Goodwin as well. I know he hasn't had a ton of targets this season, but I think he's kind of interesting. I think Debo is interesting. The running game here is obviously the best, biggest question mark. Um, you know, Coleman's expected to play. We really don't know what to expect here. It's a three-back three situation. If Coleman plays, I think it's interesting to get some exposure to Brita and Mozart. Um, if Coleman plays, I'm guessing Wilson will be inactive, um, unless they have four running backs here. So like the 49ers defense, um, don't hate the kickers in this game. I think kickers could be interesting. There's not a ton of, you know, cheap options in this game, in my opinion. Um, just overall here, you know, looking at it, like snap wise like maybe Richie James as a cheap play but I, I just don't expect this to be a spot we see like outside of Ricky Steele's Jones and maybe I think Pettis will be kind of popular here but again he hasn't been playing a ton of snaps maybe they use the off week to get him more um, involved here but again like he did did have five targets the last game so He's 3,400 if you want to take some shots on him. Or he's actually cheaper than that. I was looking at captain. So he's actually cheaper than that. Ricky Seals Jones is cheaper than that. Um, I had captain up. So all the pricing that I said was captain spots. So right now, like I said, I'm kind of leading towards, you know, Captain Chubb, even playing the defense against him. I just the volume alone here for Chubb. And if I'm not going to play Beckham, I want one of those one of those guys, I think. So that's going to wrap it up. Hope everyone enjoyed. It's going to be kind of a kickback, relaxed type of week. We'll have to see um, if we even have any baseball games on Tuesday. Um, I'm looking really quick to see what we're looking at. Maybe 
hockey on Tuesday. We have a pretty decent hockey slate, so maybe I'll reach out to one of our hockey guys on Tuesday and have them come on and talk some hockey. It looks like we have a bigger slate on Tuesday, so probably do some hockey talk tomorrow. Um, yeah, that's going to wrap it up. So, again, hope everyone enjoyed, enjoyed their playoff baseball and uh, Monday Night Football. Good luck, and we'll see you guys tomorrow.